0: Pickaxe
1: Good morning everybody. Welcome back to the Triforce Podcast. Today coming at you with me, Sips, <laughs> and Pyrian Flax.
0: Hang on, I thought you were gonna say what that, is up? that you were you were sips. You're not sips. Yeah. He's
2: a separate entity. With me, common. I'm a separate entity. Sips.
0: With me sips. There
2: wasn't enough of a pause or change of tone.
0: Yeah.
1: How
2: long is the pause? Okay, so you needed to go with me, sips, and period flax. That takes too long. That's way
0: better. You could tell that
1: flax is how about with me sips and period flax?
2: Yeah, it's either quicker with me, sips, and period flax. But with me, sips, and period flax, that sounds like with
1: I sips. (laughs) So you wouldn't say if it was no it doesn't. I think that would be a cool, cool robot. Hey.
2: I was just watching an advert. I was watching Frasier. I was watching Frasier, a classic, classic Triforce uh, show in the morning. Yeah. You're such
1: yeah. a human being. I know. P-flex. And they had
2: they had an advert on for for dentures. Right. And I'm, <laughs> I'm not at the denture stage of being old yet. Fair enough. No. You know? Close. But the funny the funny thing is is at the end of the advert they show a woman doing something that obviously to the denture wearing crowd is like the money shot. And she she bites into an apple like
0: she yes. doesn't give a fuck. It's she always goes, an apple. It's always. <sighs> and she looks at apple. the
2: camera like fuck yeah, I just ate an apple. And I'm thinking yeah. it's interesting how your perspective on what's cool changes as you get older. And for the denture crowd, oh, she she <laughs> bit into an apple. She didn't even care. Man, That's can you imagine
0: though? Evil like can you, evil. You, you, you haven't been able to eat an apple for like for the longest time. Like yeah. when you're a kid, the last thing you want to do is eat an apple. But when right. you're older and you've got dentures and you can't. Yeah, they're not—they're not—they're not attached to your gums strong enough, so that when you bite in, your teeth fall out. Yeah, that's a problem. I've oh, had yeah. that experience. You All know, right. it's
1: like um, like fuck when I had um braces. yeah. Oh. You know, I had braces on for a oh, few years course, when I was yeah. a teenager. And you know, biting into an apple there is one of the things they tell you not to do. Indeed, and I mistakenly did it one time without thinking. And it was like, like it was like there's like a twang, and everything came loose, and it was like barbed wire stabbing into my gums. Oh, you all... what I mean it was like, right? It was like a kind of like it felt like World War II and I'd got caught in like the Germans' fucking razor wires. I was trying to climb over the Jesus Christ. Anyway, P. Flex, you are an incredibly ordinary human being uh, sitting on your sofa watching Fraser with your new.
0: Puppy. Yes. I but, uh, was he sitting with? Is he sitting with she? He, she or she? She, she? Was she sitting with you? No, I, and, she, no. we
2: don't let her on the sofa that often.
0: No. Um, That often?
1: How long have you had her?
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's let's get some perspective on this one. Got got her her yesterday. You've had her for 12 hours.
1: (laughs) That often? Yeah. But I mean,
2: Well, one thing we
0: like to uh, do with her, we've been doing it for a long time. We've owned her for 12 hours. Uh,
2: uh, (laughs) All I'm saying is she's, she's allowed on in the evening when she's sleepy. She has a little sleep next to Mrs. F on the sofa. But during the day, she's you like. You mean in the one evening of a yeah, night, she's been there? Look, all a, I'm saying is this is the way we're going to go forward. If you want, I can just pretend like this isn't the way things are going to be, and and keep continually say we've only had her a day. But or or you can just accept that this is the this is the regime. And that we've tried to stick to it from the start, and we're going to stick Look, to it. That's the way it If you went on a like date with a woman,
1: if you were met a, or you met a new person, you had to do employee right, I'm not coming dating on. The, the dog, you've been Lewis. there for they've been there for you've had that dog for twelve hours. Right. You're dating a you. dog.
0: You're allowed to do that.
1: <laughs> Lewis says, how, "How do you how do you know that all this detail yet? You can't. You don't even know someone after a date. I mean, I barely know people. They've been working here six years. Well, that's on you." <laughs>
0: that's because you have uh you have no social barometer that's why um, i suppose i don't let them on the sofa either no yeah yeah
2: so in future and going forward and so far she is allowed on the sofa in the evenings only when i'm working upstairs and mrs f is is downstairs so you know because the thing is she's she's too little to jump off the sofa right she'll hurt herself right. if she
0: jumps off. how the sofa. old how old is this dog she
2: is 12 weeks old wow yeah so she's uh she's have very you ever
0: sweet. um have you ever trained a dog before yes okay. yes i have okay good. Um, how long ago
2: oh yeah. gosh well i was a teenager so it's not like it's it's gone from my memory but yeah she yeah, was yeah. Hmm. she she's she's not ready for training yet but um we're going to take her to puppy training classes um because there's one right. thing i hate it's a, it's a dog that hasn't been trained at Fuck. all you know you got to train them up so, you got so why them. did you
1: why did you get a pupper in the first place? What's the what's the mot- what's the motivation for for the girl? To the, the girls
2: really really wanted a dog for a long time, right? Um, and we figured like the kids now, like the way I see it, you have got to continually set yourself challenges and and change things up and add a bit of a bit of freshness to your life. Otherwise, it gets stale. And I was I was in a bit of a rut in terms of my day. It was basically drop kids at school, stream, collect kids from school, hang around, cook dinner stream you know it was like that that was pretty much my day that does not
0: sound like a rut but okay Well,
2: it is after five years i I feel like that's a bit rutty
0: so i thought
2: it was it was fun but i also thought you know what would be nice is going for a walk in the morning (laughs) having the dog you know she's very sweet the kids love her um, and I just thought it, it would also give them a sense of responsibility, which they completely lack. Right. Um, and this has actually really changed their view of things. Like already, is they're like tidying. <laughs> I'm not even
1: kidding. You've had this for a night. They're,
2: they're, right, Lewis, when was the last time Get my kids? When was the last time my kids saw a pair of shoes in the middle of the floor and put them in the shoebox? No, never. It's never happened. Right. It's never happened. Right. Got the dog. We've had her as as Lewis says at, at great pains to point out, less than twenty four hours, and already they're picking stuff up. Oh, don't leave that there. Don't leave that. Oh, I can't put that there. And I was like, this is working. This is fucking it's working. working. That's, That's it's the honeymoon time. Your period. period. Your house is gonna be can spotless. I, can I just
0: say, it's a honeymoon period. Your kids will go back to not doing stuff very. No, because then
2: their shoes will get eaten. Like right. She's, she's going to be consistent.
0: My dog ate my shoes one time, and yeah. uh, I was I was I was vexed beyond. But Were you mad at the dog or were you mad at yourself? The dog. Uh, Very, very specifically, I wanted to kill him. So you learned Uh, nothing. Yeah, no, I was not mad at myself because I'm a human. I'm allowed to leave my shoes wherever I want. And I don't think I should expect them to be eaten by a piece of shit. Dog.
1: <laughs> so first of all, put in what's there. its name? Her name? Have you got a name yet? Agnes. Or is actually... She's Agnes. Ag- Agnes. Yes. Agnes. Agnes. That's a
0: really nice name, actually. That's Agnes. literally
1: my grand's name. It was not intentional. You've named it you've named your dog the same name as my grand. It's always gotta be about okay. you, eh, Lewis? Hey? No, it's always, but always but gotta also, be about Agnes, you somehow. It's a very human
0: name. Yeah. I like that. Isn't it? I
2: like I like animals with human names. My friend Dave had a cat called Glen.
1: Named after Glenn <laughs> Hoddle, but a cat called Glen. I thought was funny. My friend
0: Dave had a dog called Dave.
1: Oh, yeah? Like well, it's nice. Give him a real name. Yeah. I feel like actually dogs can have more human names because they are like... Dogs are one of the only people, like uh, people, one of the only um, animals that actually like love love you. Yeah,
0: they um, really do. I think they love that you are able to to give them food so they don't have to go no, out that's and look what, for it. No, that's what cats are. Cats love you that you're
1: able to give them food but dogs that do actually love you it's weird they're actually like genetically um, we, we bred they, they, them they for that bond purpose. to you and stuff right sure. yeah yeah that's weird so so um what breed is it it looks like a at first glance it looks like a wrinkly thing but she's i don't a, think she's it is. a french
2: bulldog right um okay. which has drawn some criticism from certain corners of yeah. the internet right. um
0: why is this because is it
1: one of the it's not one of the cruel ones no right?
2: i mean look she, she first of all she's she's very healthy dog um people are saying i don't really want to go into it because it's just annoying it's just fucking gives people a chance to climb on their high horse which she can't do because she has such small legs so you know stop high horsing it it's it's kind of (laughs) legist
0: right well i mean even when i got terry you know i had the same thing i had all all the people coming out of their opinion yeah because the thing is it's um yeah there's like best practices sure for like owning any animal, right? But you're never you're not gonna get perfect. And and every animal like like a person is different too, right? Right. Like right. So there's cer- certain things that they'll like that may be not conventional. Like, for example, Lewis fucks a stuffed dolphin constantly <laughs> and every day. Right. Not everybody does, but Lewis does. So he has to be able to be himself and sometimes dogs eat shit out of their own ass and not every dog does that but some dogs do and you some just got, sometimes you just gotta let a dog be a dog right and you gotta let, let, let him be, be dog Lewis. Lewis. yeah yeah
1: well in the same way though that you have to make smart choices um you know some people breed dogs very cruelly i don't know i don't think bulldog is one of the ones which is well i know some of them have been bred very so they can't breathe and stuff right, right, they right. Have back problems well she's
2: not like but, that I, I met her mum she was a fine a fine shaped dog you know she was a really good nick and, and seemed very happy and everything and
1: it's mostly in like the pedigree and the dog Yeah show but these stuff, are like professional it, people... breeders
2: the the you know they they're not breeding like those dickhead dogs that fall apart after 2 seconds she's built to last quite clearly <laughs> <laughs>
1: we yeah we got sold a duff one. No. This is what was this one made in China. Look at it. It's a piece of shit. Cheers. Piece of it falling off. In good nick. Right. So yeah. I'm glad to hear it. So so are you is this going to cuz you said to me at the start well you you, you in the Triforce uh WhatsApp group this morning. You said not going to be able to do the podcast for a log, so I have to make sure the dog isn't left tonight. No, yes. I said I, I, guess I guess wanted to make sure enough. we
2: started on time because right. so I could come up, do the podcast, and then go back down. Because yeah, she'll be okay, but if she's in her little cage for an hour. Um, that's fine. Uh, I've got the the cleaner is over as well, so I wanted her just out of the way for a little bit. Um, and she can't come upstairs at the moment because we're still introducing her to the cat. Oh fuck, you got a cat already too? Yeah, we have a cat, and the cat came downstairs last night, took one look at the dog, and just backed slowly out of the room. <laughs> Um so I mean we we had to get a few things like I mean the, the dog was in her cage because I knew the cat was coming downstairs so I quickly popped her in a little cage and um it's like a cartoon and let the cat sort of have a have a look at her and the cat was like yeah this isn't working and just sort of left but we have we've moved the cat's food upstairs and she's got a litter box upstairs so she's she's happy enough but i, I i'm gradually going to try and introduce her to the idea that the dog is not going to kill her yeah <coughs> the last dog of course was the hell dog my mum's old dog. oh
0: you're right of yeah course i was surprised that, that you got a dog based on that experience dog. well
2: i i've, I've had so i remember before, as soon so... as
0: i saw the picture i was like oh fuck i wonder if this dog's gonna be like his mum's dog like straight no, away no, no, that's no, no, what no. i thought she,
2: she is a hundred percent a sweetie pie and my mum's dog was a vicious piece of shit who is now presumably ruining some other people's lives so uh good luck to
0: them
1: wow yep well you know maybe they can maybe they they've got a they haven't got small kids and it's not such a problem right (laughs) jesus maybe to a big farm a big you know stick stick him on a farm where he can go wild to just you know yap at like cats and rats and stuff is like that solves so he'll probably be all right with that i'm sure so you've got a safe space upstairs for the cat, yeah. you've got the dog downstairs, it's all, it's all, it's all safe, yeah. it's all fine. It's all good. Is he going to be terrified of the hoover? I'm now concerned about the cleaner hoover I mean, you know, the, the way I see
2: it, if something freaks your dog out that is something that it's going to have to come to deal with, they just have to get used to it. Uh, you, like, yeah, for real, like you, you can't be like, oh, we're not hoovering anymore because it freaked the dog out once. She'll get used to it. No, well, My absolutely. dogs used to hate the hoover, but you know, fuck, it's part of life. Dealing with a Hoover is a part of a dog's life, isn't but
1: it? then again, there are ways. I'm sure there's actually ways to introduce the Hoover in a less yeah. You vacuum the
2: dog's back with it. That's what, that's what right. You. Yes. Okay. Just run yeah, over yeah, that's say, it over them. Get used to it. No, you know she's gonna she'll deal with it. It was okay, quite the well. only traumatic thing for her yesterday was getting in the car and coming back because um, I bought her from someone. It was Northwest London, and I had to come back down to Southwest London. And Google Maps was like, "Oh, don't go on the M25." Trust me. I was like, "All right." So I went through London a bit. Not, you know, to the south or way. And um, it was fucking awful. The
1: traffic was terrible. We were stuck in traffic. Did you take the I don't know. Uh, you don't know yeah, the roads around well, here. Did you
0: turn left at the roundabout? Oh about? my God. Did you take the M325? Oh. I
2: wasn't even giving you guys the route. Uh, don't do that. I wasn't <laughs> doubting it up.
0: <laughs> hey, did you see the new? Uh, did you see the new giveaway sign that they put on the roundabout? Oh, I can't fight? believe
1: it. There's speed camera. Oh, they've got a
0: speed trap a be- there now. So. They have
2: made it 20 miles an hour in my entire area. They did this overnight. Mm. Like, they didn't tell anyone. They're just suddenly 20 mile an hour signs everywhere. Which I'm all for because it's like, first well, you of got all, a cat and a dog. We got a cat. A dog and two kids. I, I'm happy with yeah. it. But a lot of people say, it's going to take forever to get anywhere now. I'm like, you, you never go over 20 in London anyway. What the hell is wrong with you? It always
1: takes forever to get anywhere. London's fucking ridiculous. Came out from London the other day and I was like, had I like, I blew my nose and I had like black like smog in my nose. I couldn't believe you, it. I was like, what's like, in there? Cleaning it, out chimneys or something. What you want to I wasn't. I, anyway. He I was Van it up um, Last weekend... Sips um, came down to Bristol. That's right. oh, how was it? And it was amazing. It was the okay, fucking so best, man. It's the
0: best trip ever. It's the best trip it, anyone's ever had to Bristol ever, Flax. <laughs> nice. It was Everyone like, had a good was, time. Everybody was so happy. Oh, it's the best.
1: It reminded me, first of all, of a lot of the times that I've hung out with Sips over the last 10 years. And it felt like nothing had changed in 10 years as well. You know, because like 10 years ago, we'd meet up. We'd go for like a pizza. We Sips would order a margarita. I'd have, you know, something spicy. And then we go out <laughs> and then go to the cinema, okay, or whatever. Oh yeah, we did the go to there.
0: We we saw Doctor
1: Sleep. Sips was fucking more terrified by the trailer for a different movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he looked was... over at me, he was like sweating. He was like
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man, that movie did look fucking scary, though. Holy shit. What was it called then, again? Uh, it's that one where there's like the there's a murder in a house and the house is cursed. Uh, and the curse, oh, of, the, uh, the curse of course, is that classic old horror trope: the house is cursed by an old granny who looks oh. creepy as fuck and drives a car and stuff. And you're just Bleh. the
2: elderly don't get much of a break when it comes to horror. Uh, be, being old apparently is is scary enough in itself. Like how many movies have you seen where the whole horror reveal is there's an old lady in there and everyone goes ah? Yeah, well, the, I mean,
0: Doctor Sleep is a little bit like that, I guess. There's a there's definitely an old sort of she's got some boils or some like some uh, pussy pussy nodes on her <laughs> skin Jesus. yeah coming They're out sorry. of the bathtub and shit like i always scream when i look at my face
1: in the mirror when every day and there's a new wrinkle there or something some horrible boil i've got, got a lance yeah. yeah it's 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 a terrifying coming to terms with your slowly sagging face and slowly looking more and more like your dog the moral
0: of the story's life stinks boys and girls don't get and old and then
1: you die the
2: end of the movie should be an old lady biting into an apple and yeah uh, and scaring the shit a... out of all the kids <laughs> showing them her
0: teeth hey, 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 my teeth work apple? again
1: <laughs> new denture paste stick some right sticks the teeth right good up onto your gums i remember a commercial <laughs> from when i was
0: a kid we used to make uh we used to make fun of it a lot and it was uh same sort of thing flax it was a, a woman biting into an apple it's just the way she said it was very funny she's like look at me <laughs> eating an apple <laughs> and then we just used to run around just like repeating that line all the time like just like you see a, a bus drive by you and you'd look and you'd be like what are my friends on there and all you'd hear like from out the back of the window eating an apple <laughs> just driving down the street
1: <laughs> and then then good. you'd see that then it would be like it would that well, that would warp right the sound would warp a real pool. <laughs> yeah, and then pool. it would like the, f- the screw would flicker. And you'd be like, eh! and then it'd be like, she'd suddenly turn into like a corpse with like maggots like coming Jeez out of her mouth, nice you know. Christ and then it'll flash yes. back to like normal that's granny again. And thanks. she'd just like tilt her head. That. Sorry, that's what that anyway. We watched um Do- watched the movie. Do- it was good. Dr. We went. We had we then we ate um we ate pancakes. We ate no but, uh, waffles. I, we waffles. Waffles, waffles, sorry,
0: we had waffles. Waffles. Sorry, we had waffles.
1: And I spoke to Alex with real and maple syrup as well well
0: not even fake it was real so we
1: went to this place and ordered uh these waffles and i when i spoke to when they when they came it was massive and i spoke to it's brady and they're like oh yeah did you have one of those waffles we normally you know share it between four of us but me and sips had one each it was like a, a pizza it was breakfast waffle
0: it was breakfast oh
1: god that was insane and then we had another pizza uh then we drank like five pints of cider and went to see ghost face killer Oh, that was um, amazing!
0: Fuck me, I'm, I've thought I've been, I've thought about it every day since
1: uh, since we went. Okay, you tell me what you thought about the entire thing, and then I'll give my well, because his a, is going to be negative. I can tell you right no, now. No, well, it's not negative. No. It's just not what I expected. I'm a long
0: time is- fan. I'm a big uh, Wu Tang fan, and especially uh, Ghostface Killer fan. Uh, I've listened to a lot of his solo stuff over the years, and uh, I listened to a lot of like older hip hop and. Ghostface, one of those guys that keeps it real, you know, he's still releasing albums, but they still have that like 90s sound to them. And he's a very distinctive. He's a really good lyricist and everything. And he's just had an album out uh, this year. So I thought, okay, cool. Saw the tweet. It's like, fuck yeah, Ghostface killer. He's going to Bristol. I go to Bristol all the fucking time. Like I go there to do work and stuff. So fuck it. Well, I'll go over there. I'll do a bit of work. Go see Ghostface. I'll get some tickets. See who wants to come with me sort of thing um and then so i'm thinking to myself he's just had a new album out you know he's probably going to be trying to like promote it somewhat or whatever he, you know he's going to be he's 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 going to be singing a lot of uh, uh, like tracks off of that singing he'll be you know sing, singing his some some tracks off of that or whatever and i just thought whatever who cares like i get to see him live and stuff it'll probably be a really good show hopefully you know it's bristol it's the uk like he's popular enough but he's still like pretty underground and stuff so it might not be that busy and stuff so whatever so we we went and the show was amazing like fucking all of these old ass callbacks to like classic tracks from like 36 chambers and like iron man and like fucking a, a whole bunch of his earlier solo albums and stuff uh, there was like, he had a guy with him who was like his, uh, his like, it's like his protege, like uh, he's being mentored by Ghost, a called, guy called uh, Trife Tri- 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 the God, but he's like a like a lesser known guy. But he was just doing like hype man stuff and everything. And the show was really good. And it was just fucking amazing. I was just having a really good time, like just like rapping along to all the songs and stuff. And then after the show, I bought a shirt and I got it signed. And I got my picture taken with him and everything. It was just great. Fuck, it was so good. I wanna I wanna go again. I wanna I wanna see like uh some more <laughs> some more shows. Uh,
1: it just... you sound like you've just been on to Old Towers and you went on like oh, a great ride and you're man, like, no, let's, was... let's
0: do it again. Oh fuck,
1: it was Come it on. was so good. I'm though. not gonna it, puke up my milkshake this a time. A lot of fun. It well, was we'll go it again. was
0: fun hanging out with like everybody as well, but like uh and it, well it was kind of fun. Taking a bunch of people who aren't really into hip hop and have never listened to Ghostface before, and seeing like their reactions to it, and so I think everybody had a pretty good time, though. No, I think they but, did. Uh, well, I guess I guess you're about to tell me whether you did or not. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, so okay, so first of all, I I I I didn't know
1: what to expect. I, this is not something I would have normally gone to, but Sip seemed excited, and I was like, sure. Um, I, we invited um, Harry from the office at Blue Goose and Bree and um, who else came? someone else came it was anyway it was about duncan. four duncan came so about you know five or six of us um and it was at this place that i've never been to but i've walked past a lot of times it's like kind of like a slightly grimy nightclub you know one of those kind of slightly sticky floor places yeah sounds like um, Yokon
0: it was yeah yeah the same very sort of reminiscent as that. yeah yeah um, excellent smoking and, section it was like outside it's great
1: <laughs> and so i i I don't know. I used to go to a lot of gigs when I was a teenager with my friends from school and the crowd I was in was kind of a bit of a weird group and they were really into like very death metally stuff with a mosh pit, lots of screaming and shouting. And I kind of just tagged along. It's like, uh, you know, I'm never, I'm never the guy organizing this stuff. I don't know. It's funny. It was. They were always very scary gigs. It, you know, they were in central London at some sort of some sort of slightly down market venue. Very loud. Very like violent. Like jumping around and stuff. And I came out of them obviously quite. I don't know. Quite scared. I I I, I got used to it. Right. But and I did this. I did, I I did this quite regularly. Anyway, I was a bit. I was prepping. Like psyching myself up for a similar situation here because I thought. That I was I was quite I was quite threatened by it. Now, looking back now, nineties hip hop is this thing that at the time was very scary and threatening. Okay. And it's like explicit lyrics, talking about, you know, shooting people and, you know, people from, you know, these poor areas of, you know, deprived, you know, like black neighborhoods, like
0: the projects and stuff and all this. You know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? You said it wrong, actually. You're supposed to say na mean. No. Now that you've been to a Ghostface <laughs> show, you can say it. You're allowed You
2: can to. even add a, a dog on the end there, if you wish.
0: And I, I think ever always rap has had, and hip hop has had,
1: this kind of slightly threatening demeanor to it, right? And that's part of the allure, that it's kind of pushing the edge of what's acceptable. And definitely still today, this stuff is still happening, with like the rappers like, Sixty nine or whatever. Well, that guy with tattoos all over his face I and neck. I think that's sixty nine. Like Seventeen. That is but There's another. There's like a kid who. Well, one who's of them, them is.
0: Uh, one of them inspects or goes to his uh, daughter's uh, gynecologist uh, sessions to make sure that her hymen oh, is T. intact. Ti, I think his name uh, is. Yeah, rapper Ti. God. Yeah.
1: Do you know what I mean? It's just awful, and you know, you you that world feels deliberately very, um, I don't know, like excluding to, to 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 regular chumps like like boomers like me or whatever. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, like myself. So like like my damn it, self. It feels like I. Do you know what I mean? I'm not. It, it's deliberately scary and threatening, and that's part of it. And I get it. And anyway, I was I was almost expecting that a bit and and so because you know bristol does have like quite a big um area up in st paul's where there's like a lot of black people they have a big festival
0: <laughs> i love like how a big quickly black say black well, very quickly yeah. A black community, you know,
1: legit, I it's, I don't know how I'm supposed to say it, but you know, <laughs> no, that's it's, fine, it's that's got fine. a big. I could just tell you are nervous community. about what,
2: what you're what you're going to say. I could tell that I am, you don't want to any toes. Yeah, exactly.
1: But it. so I don't know, but I but I feel like I've been I was wrapped up in this idea that we were going to be the only white guys there. And it was going to be like, I'm going to totally not fit in. And it was going to be weird. And so anyway, we get in and I just, you know, dump my coat. Because it's fucking freezing cold. So everyone's like wrapped up anyway. So there's this big queue for the cloakroom. We all dump our coats and gloves and stuff, get a drink. And then the whole place is just, it's like um, a sea of like, just a mixture of people of all ages. Mostly young white guys um, and some girls and some older people like some dads there's like a disabled guy there and you know just a whole just a whole mix like a whole cross section of like just ordinary looking people and um and and the first act is like this this white rapper who is rapping about how much his dad supported him to do this and like his dad's in the audience he like waves it's like super wholesome okay it's like not what i expected at all um sound like and then it kind of then it, there was this other guy who was like actually a pretty good rapper, and he he was like he was obviously a British rapper. Like I think he'd come down from London, or maybe he was local. Yeah, he was good. But he was like, actually
0: the, all the opening acts were surprisingly good. I didn't expect them to be. But that his great.
1: raps were very kind of because because I. I because there's, like, a big UK, like, grime scene and a big, like... And I, oft, I've i watched a few of, like... There um, wasn't
0: many scrats, but there was a couple of bo-bo-bo-bo-bo's. I don't know if you noticed, but, like, it wasn't too bad. Anyway, like, <laughs> his, he bad. was rapping
1: and, like, it was, it was good to listen to, like... I could actually... With the English accent and stuff, I think it... I was able to like hear everything that was said, and it was kind of like it made a lot of sense. Like I don't know, it was just nice. It was it was lyrical. Sips was enjoying it. I was enjoying it.
0: They both had a uh, like a bit of a '90s sound to them as well, which helped too. Like I yeah, prefer felt- that sort of that that sound like that the beats were like very sort of like uh heavy you know like they were like i like felt incredibly
1: beats. safe and then there was like a few a few tall people came and stood in front of me and I, so i sort of had to move away from them because you know there's always tall people at these things and so it's going to happen it's going to be like a seven foot tall guy who just walks in front of you at some point uh-huh. and then there was this at the same time there was a, a woman there who was who was like she looked like she looked about mid-20s but she was She stank. She was incredibly sweaty. Okay, and she was just constantly dancing. You know, like she was on some sort of drugs. Like she, it looked like she'd walked from Bumping and grinding. That's what she. She was like she was in the wrong place. Like she was supposed to be at a trance gig or something. I mean, or some 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 different event. So she's just dancing away in front of me and sips like really sweatily. Um, (laughs) Nice description. I like that. (laughs) And then in the meantime, there's like because sips announced on this podcast that there were still some tickets available. There were like about, I'd say, twenty or thirty I? fans. I there. don't
0: think I said there was tickets available. I just, I think we just said that we're going.
2: I, I thought you did say that there were some available. Oh, I, that that well, does ring a bell. I oh could right. be wrong, it, it but doesn't, it doesn't. It does ring, ring a bell. It doesn't matter. All oh, right. But okay. whatever
1: happened, whatever happened, we met about twenty fans there. Because originally I was confused. I was like, so, do you guys just, did you guys just love? Have we just stumbled upon like something which I didn't know there was such a massive Yogs cast, Ghostface Killer crossover audience? You know. Yeah. But a couple of them were like, oh, yeah, Sips mentioned it. So we got to <laughs> <So>, Okay, Nice. <laughs> so, you owe me, Ghostface. So, you owe me. So that was good. I spoke to this one guy who was like, he looked like me from 20 years ago. I.e. he was like, just had glasses, was wearing like a smart shirt, um, you know, quite a nerdy looking guy. And I was like, "What are you doing here?" He was just he was he was he just said, "I come to all of these. I come to wh- I come and see whoever's on, whatever's going on." And I was like, "Wow, you just come to just not having any idea what's on, you just turn up." And he was like, "I didn't know have any idea who Ghostface was, but you know, I wanted to. I always come here." And I was like, "You come here on your own?" Anyway, he 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 looks like a future serial killer. I'm sure. A shout out to you if you're doing all Jeez. right. Shout out to everyone I met. Shout-outs. We're doing shout outs. Oh my god. Day, like I was reflex. told off for doing that. Sorry.
0: Rightly so too, Lewis. You shouldn't be doing them either. Sorry. <laughs> so, be ashamed <laughs> of yourself. So
2: how, well, I, I wanna I wanna ask you guys a question about about uh, about this this kind of music, okay? So in the in the uh late 80s and the early 90s, when when gangster rap was a thing, Sips will know what I'm talking about, of yeah. course. There was a lot of this is bad, this is encouraging violence, blah, blah, blah. And the sure. counterpoint was always. We're just singing about what we know, yeah. And this is our neighbourhood, and this is this is our, you know, how we grew up, and these are the things that we, um, oddly enough, even if it sounds unpleasant to an outsider, perhaps it's it's kind of nostalgic for them. I guess I, I was I've been thinking about this point a lot, and the idea that you just sing about what you know and dust your hands of any responsibility for people. Being influenced or inspired, or the the glamorizing of of that lifestyle, I think is is a little bit silly. So, for example, drill music in the UK is is at the moment that's like the um, the bête noir Is that um, like the
0: ultimate the dad music, or am I no no? Drill drill is the opposite
2: that. of that. Drill right. is is very hardcore. It's sort of got its roots in UK grime. It's actually American sound, I think, but it's it's UK. Um, Drill is—it's very violent and sort of—it's—it's it's, like if you listen to some of it, it's very local, right? So there'll be people talking about their postcode and specific streets and how if you come to our street, we will stab you to death and don't do it because this is our turn. Don't ever we, come
0: to Plymouth, motherfucker! Yeah, I kill you. But so
2: it's literally <laughs> like areas of London being wrapped about as sort of like if you come here and you're from there, we're gonna stab you to death and we'll send you the bits to your mum, you know that kind of stuff, right? And right. and I'm yeah. thinking that's not really just singing about your life that's a literal invitation to other people to step up with their own drill based retort or to uh you know try and test I the limits it... of this of this postcode uh boundary system yeah I mean I think I'm like... just I'm just questioning whether you can just continually say hey we're just singing about what we know if what you know is stabbing people to death for being in the wrong postcode I'm not so sure that's an inspiring message. I'm also not sure you can just say it's not your fault when other young people are like, "Yeah," and stab each other. I think I think part of that culture is grown out of the, the glamorizing of that that uh, that kind of lifestyle. And I'm just saying I don't I don't agree with the argument that you can just say, "Hey, man, we're just singing about what we know," and that happens to be dealing drugs to kids, getting kids to kill each other over who's in which postcode, and deciding that this estate represents the boundary of some arbitrary territory um when in fact the problem is a lot deeper and it's it's a lot more to do with you know essentially what is child abuse these older gangsters getting these younger kids to do their bidding so well, I, 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 think, I, uh, I i disagree with you i idea.
0: think it, it i think it's it's interesting it goes back a long way like i think gang culture has always been sort of glamorized and spoken about by by mostly people who are in these gangs, right? Cuz it's so it's almost like a like promotional in a way, isn't it? It's to say right. like my gang is the best gang, we're like the baddest gang, we're we're dangerous and stuff. And it's like it, it shows loyalty i guess as well like if you're dissing other gangs then people in your gang will be like well fuck this guy's for real like in our gang like there's no he's not a traitor or anything like that i think there's like a a lot that goes into it right i get what you mean about like you know just saying like oh we're just rapping about what we know or whatever but like it's a it's such a cultural thing uh, for people, and I think for people that are, are are wrapped up in in a gang and and stuff like that, like a lot of these guys that are young and they're taken advantage of by older people who know better. Probably, it, it, it's a strange one, but everything evolves, right? Like it's the 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 gang culture and the and the way that people beef with each other and the way that that comes out into music was never just going to stay this the the same as it was in the 80s like everything has to evolve into something else so it's just it's natural now to get to this point like maybe we've gotten to this point like a bit too soon or you know maybe nobody ever wanted to get to this point but here we are with people actually threatening to stab each other now but i mean threats of violence and stuff have always been around like in that in that in those cultures as well right so it's not it's yeah. nothing new really but it right. it just but I, seems but i feel like
2: especially with drill it, it's quite specific i feel like in in the the gangster rap stuff whilst it was definitely I think glamorizing violence, especially mainly to white suburban kids, to be quite honest with you. Well, that's they what, were the ones who were really sort of well, they were sort of the ones that had
0: the money to to buy all the all the stuff. Buy that's all coming these CDs out, anyway, and stuff. anyway. but, yeah, but the,
2: like. the, the drill stuff seems very it, it, it's very beef oriented and sort of it's um, quite specific. Uh, you know gangs will do put out their own tracks to like diss tracks to other specific people previously I feel like it was always rappers doing diss tracks about other rappers Yeah. whereas this feels a bit more you know neighborhood versus neighborhood it'd be like if My Street put out an album about the street over calling them a bunch of cunts Agnes and then were surprised Smith when they weren't happy about two
0: it Agnes Mulberry <laughs> Lane we're gonna knife you bitch we hate you literally L- your cats like, are wow, annoying this is specific hey, your dog shit on my lawn you never put your Spins out on binge, he <laughs> recycles
2: all over the pavement after the guys have been around. Yeah, we could write a very specific rap. I yeah. might try and do that for next time and get a sick beat. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that'd be nice. Illegal
2: garage. <laughs> yeah, rapping about that illegal garage. <laughs> he'll come. he'll fire back with his own track.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's 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 crazy, but I mean, fucking—I've never heard of that music. It sounds
1: terrifying, but but I always have this cynical viewpoint that people are doing it just to be the most extreme and to right. so to get recognized. There to is get an element to that. People for talking sure, about it, sure, like that's... it's like free
2: marketing. If
1: it's if it's the
2: controversial then yeah. how
1: explicit can we be and it feels like the always the answer is as explicit as as extreme as possible right. you know i mean
2: you think about cop killer as a as a song the most exposure yeah. that song got was when charlton fucking heston read the lyrics at some nra nra meeting or something where he's like cop killer cop killer yeah (sighs) yeah, that was like a big deal that there was a song well like even nwa
0: remember when they when they found out that the fbi uh had them on a list of you know dangerous people or whatever they they just used that as marketing they're like fuck yeah okay great that this makes us sound even more notorious than we already are so you know let's get a whole bunch of footage of us like arming ourselves with like you know ak-47s in the studio and stuff to really hit home and like I don't think N.W.A. in themselves were like the hardest hardcore gangsters. <laughs> the you know no, like, it's, I mean
2: look, look uh, at Ice Cube now. Yeah. The dude's like a, a, a cuddly actor. Yeah, uh, I think Easy E was pretty hardcore. Easy he, Easy was
0: yeah. He wasn't. He never got into it in the first place to rap. He he just wanted to make uh side money fucking bitches and mac and hose I believe But he was he was a, he was like the neighborhood drug dealer right he was like the Yeah he was a literal he was the gangster yeah. like of of their sort of area everybody knew who he was and he just bankrolled them but I, I used to
2: love his his i thought his his flow was really good and i liked his uh oh that's what his, everybody his, like all of them voice. thought
0: the same but except for him he was always like oh i sound stupid i don't like this or whatever and everybody was like no no, no you got to do this like just rap as if you were like just hanging out on the street like with your friends or whatever and And he did. And the rest is like history sort of thing. Yeah. It's, it's pretty interesting, but like, I don't know. Like, I think you look at like a lot of these artists and stuff and like, I think there is gang affiliation, but they're not the guys who are breaking down doors and shooting people in the face and, Taking money you know what i, I mean i suppose like,
2: the, the ultimate question is
0: they're like the bards of the gang sort of thing you know <laughs> <The bards. laughs> no it's true though it's true <laughs> no, i like
2: that i i suppose the the ultimate question you're going to ask is is anyone going to listen to a piece of music and do something they wouldn't have done anyway i mean that that's the ultimate because otherwise if I you open it's it like up and say to GTA, oh yeah you're, you're it? glamorizing it and now all these kids are stabbing each other it's like wouldn't they have done that anyway i mean do you think they need the music and then like oh this song has woken me up to the idea that I am now capable of murder. Like I, I'm, I don't know. I feel like actually it, it doesn't inspire stuff, and I suppose it glamorizes it a little bit and encourages. It. I think it might normalize uh, lifestyles, but I don't think it necessarily creates them. I think I'm, I'm in
1: the same way that maybe you could use like a certain track to like galvanize yourself to study or like you know go and do an exam or go and run a race. You're such or a whatever. fucking do nerd. It- like the Rocky montage whoever you know, uses to-
2: music to what? inspire themselves to study
1: what are you talking I, about well do you know what I mean like you know what when, when I was in school and stuff anyway look let's get back to <laughs> Ghostface <laughs> study um, tracks I love let's that
2: shut up let's fucking break some books here study yeah, he just so can not help groomed.
0: himself he's revealed You're himself I'm of this I am a nerd, ah, nerd ah, okay ah, I can't help myself
1: <laughs> oh that's amazing this fucking book is gonna get ripped up <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> I uh, so Ghostface then Ghostface came out and he just first of all like I must admit I, I didn't really understand like a single lyric like first of all I filmed a little bit on my phone just to to send to oh like, you're one of those people. people
0: well and I just I he just, filmed he filmed when they played We Will Rock You by Queen uh, a song that so he they played recognized. a little bit of that
1: <laughs> um,
0: they played
1: some of the Fugees Killing Me Softly no, right? yeah, they played. That was a bit of Nirvana smells like teen Spirit. Like they, all of these things were like mashups, you know, um, with some existing thing. And it was funny. that like I recorded a little bit, and one of the ones I looked back at later, I realized he was rapping like Bacon and Eggs and Toast and Bacon and Eggs. It's like it's like a breakfast rap. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I think. I, I could have done with one of them actually yeah, to rare. soak up some. Ah, of the I'm side really there. hungry
2: thinking about that now. But please. yeah,
1: like it was. Do you know what? I didn't feel unsafe at any time. I felt it was really wholesome. Yeah, it was a good crowd. Was, I had a really nice really time, it, yeah. and I, I, I kind of I'm not disappointed that I didn't feel unsafe. But like <laughs> you wanted some danger. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just wanted a bit of a bit of risk. I
0: think you, if you know, you an element some people of People around
2: and called them names. If
1: you diss their postcode, you never know. Might be able to uh, start a beef. There was a drunk guy who started like dancing around in front of me and bumped into me a couple of times, and I gave him a big shove.
0: Wow! Yeah, actually, I (laughs) shouldn't shouldn't use the term
1: "start"ing a beef because as a vegan, obviously, you would have to start start a tofu or a plant based, (laughs) um, plant based (laughs) patty. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Micro, micro protein altercation. So
1: this is what this is what I'm told now. By the way, guys, if if you're gonna if you're gonna be if you're interested in being healthy, you can be plant based. Plant based. You eat plant based foods, yeah because yeah. vegans vegan isn't a cool world it's got stigma attached to it i don't know if that's it's true it's like an insult protesters you know
2: and stuff. I, I think plant-based sounds worse i, I think veganism no, has no, actually plant come a long based way. sounds
1: like plant-based sounds like really healthy it sounds like you know you've just done a run and you're gonna have your you know your protein shake in a plant-based uh, snack, I think that's you know, a big to like... mistake
2: to rebrand. I think vegans vegans used to have a bad rap. Now, like I, like everybody points out, there's a vegan sausage roll, for Christ's sake, in Greggs. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's... I think the word vegan has stopped being like a bad word. I think a lot of people have embraced it. Yeah, now they've young figured
0: people. out how to make a lot of money off of it. So it's the next big thing, right? I think the problem with vegan is vegan
1: feels like you're trying to replicate the... The meat products, whereas plant based feels like you're just doing your own thing. Yeah. where does the you know, you word come from? Is it is it Greek or something? What is it? What does it mean? The word v- vegan. Vegan. I think it's just an even more shortened vegetarian, right? Maybe even less. You eat less than a
0: vegetarian. Vegan. <laughs> I don't
1: know. Um, but no, I had a really good time. I think everyone had a really good yeah, time. Yeah, I, that I I was
0: great. I was, like, I, like I said, I want to go to another one. See if we could maybe go to like Glasgow next year and, and see like the whole clan. That would be good. You would love that. Oh you my would God, love the that. whole clan. That would be an experience. You'd get to see what like uh like? the Rizza and like uh the jizza, the gizzer, the, gizzer, the old dirty bastard. The young the, dirty bastard now, actually. Okay. Um his son. What? His son has taken over. Oh nice. Yeah. His son has the taken y- over. The YDB. Yeah. Okay. The
2: the term vegan is just the first few letters of vegetarian and the last few letters of vegetarian. So it's vegan. Vegan. Um, Thank you. And uh, it was just as part of the Donald Watson, secretary of the Leicester branch of the Vegetarian Society, set up a new quarterly newsletter priced at Tuppence called the Vegan News when the Vegetarian Society was like, no, we're not going to give you vegan space in our newsletter. And then he said, well, I'll start my own newsletter. And they said, fine, you go and do that. And that's what he did. So that's where vegan comes from.
1: Nice. We learned something today. Um, Vision. I thought thought I'll... Old Dirty Bastard was called that because he had like 20 children, right? I thought No, he was just actually
0: dirty. They called him Old Dirty Bastard because there was no father to his style, Lewis. Oh he was just (laughs) grid. He was off the grid. There was a martial arts movie called
1: Old Dirty and the Bastard. There you go. They Um, used to
0: call him Rusty. And he used to like he used to be very dirty and he had like shit stains in his undies and stuff. And he was just kind of like you know, the guy that got picked on for it, but he, he didn't give a fuck. He was just like... He, he turned it around, his, he did a load did of drugs his, and did his made own of cool yeah. music
2: and didn't give a fuck. Yeah,
0: and then died of a
1: drug overdose. Yeah. Well, that's um, B. He that's, lived as he died. He did. He was 35. On drugs. Old as my age, he died. It's a shame. Um, look how much he he achieved. He was nuts. I liked, he liked him. Me. He had really good well, flow. One of the things I yeah, will say though, about wu yeah. Clan is that, obviously, I knew really very little about them, but it feels like... Like, they were obviously fans of, like, these martial arts movies in the 80s. Yeah. And, you know, all of these kind of semi-kind of crappy, like, like ghetto movies that were kind of often, like, very exaggerated and kind of just weird. And... Even like and actually a lot of the lyrics. After I listened to you through some of the albums, um, as in preparation, I did my homework. Okay, for this gig, did you put
2: on some study music beforehand? Did you
0: put on some it lo-fi yeah. Wu Tang to help help study. Most
2: people just go to the gig. But Lewis is like doing his research ahead of time. It's adorable. Well, it
1: felt like they were even like when they started writing these albums, they were not scared to use like these external influences. You know, like some of the, some of the, you know, they're talking about Voltron and stuff. You know, they're talking about like stuff that, you know, can you imagine today you've got like fucking, I don't know, Chief Keef or something, some drill music <laughs> Chief Keef is like one of the oldest rappers around, isn't he? Chief Beef. Chief Keef. He's beef. like a fucking, he's like a drill, drill music is guy. Is he? I, I googled him up. Yeah. Oh, there he is! Imagine, imagine him. Okay, He's twenty-four. Talking about I don't know anime, like do you know what I mean watching Naruto doing like doing the run with my arms oh, behind me? I well, don't, they don't you know, though. That's the thing. Most
0: most rap isn't isn't like that, you know. Like uh, the the misconception or like the the sort of like. You know like when like a kids movie uh does like a rap it's they they do them like ironically to be funny or whatever and it's often about stupid shit like you know like oh I, I shit my pants or I'm watching I'm watching my little pony and they you know they do a dumb rap about it or whatever but like most most rap isn't like that at all like you know like they they choose words carefully to make make everything flow better and and sound better and not just sound stupid like something you wouldn't want to listen to you know
1: right right but I mean I feel like it wouldn't f- fly today for you wouldn't get a rap well maybe you would I'm but thinking you a you Grandmaster like, Flash
2: by the way is who I'm you thinking.
1: wouldn't get like a big modern rap group. That has a name that is based off of, uh, you know, some bad Asian movies. No, correctly. but back
0: in the in back in the in those days, uh, uh like rap, I think it I, I think it still happens to an extent, but it's a lot more obscure. But uh, a lot of like early hip hop and like the sort of like you know gold golden age of hip hop, uh, like sa- heavy heavy sampling of like soul like old soul music, like from like the sixties and the and the seventies, and and just like. Some of these, some of these songs you'll hear for like the first time, and maybe you've only ever heard the hip hop song, but it's just right. like, they they literally just take a song and just put a heavier drum beat over it in a lot of cases. And it's just like, okay. So they, they've just effectively stolen a song and that, I that mean, was, I,
2: but I, I think that that's the origins. That of, was the, of the, that was the, the origins from, right? nowadays. Yeah.
0: It's, it, you know, so, but I think the fact that things were so borrowed back then meant that, You know, like, they're like, well, fuck, we're we're borrowing the song. We might as well just borrow, like, the names from this movie and all this other shit from a movie as well. You know what I mean? Like, I think it was just the done thing back then, whereas nowadays... Yeah, I mean,
2: but but also it's like, if you think about, if you're making music without instruments, you're relying on other people who've made music with instruments that you can then sample.
0: But, um... But yeah, I, I agree to an extent you probably wouldn't get it again. But that's kind of what made them so unique. You know, like it, even the cover of their first album, you know, they're all wearing masks and stuff. And I think everybody just thought this is fucking so weird and like crazy, but right. kind of cool as well. And uh, people loved it. Like I people I guess really what, my loved sort it.
1: of feeling was that it was more embracing of popular culture, whereas I don't know whether grime artists and stuff and, and drill are kind of more in their own bubble in their own world like not willing to like you know I I, I guess I, I'm wondering how attached they are modern artists to like their foot having a foothold in their uh, community as like an identity mm. and they're using like you know like you said like local postcode beefs and stuff you know that that feels to me like like some someone's just trying to write in this thing just to stand out with their group of you know, in their like almost like just having like a, a gang anthem. It's you a know? bit
2: like having a YouTube channel where you just make videos for your mates and then it gradually yeah. becomes
1: a thing. And there's some but because it's on YouTube, people, you know, will pay you for it. And suddenly, yeah. Oh my God. That's what it's like. Yeah. Holy shit. Um God, wow! That's because that that's crap. literally
2: how I think we all started. Really, was just making videos like for your guild or your corp or yeah. just your mates and not stuff. Me. And then, not me. I was you know? I was <laughs>
0: promised wheelbarrows full of money for playing games, <laughs> and I was like, "Yep." Did it? Did it work out? It did, right? Pretty much. Yeah.
1: But I, I wonder whether I or not, you know, because my, uh, my. My head has been spun round by how wholesome this, this event was. Maybe like if I went to a gig in like Brixton, you know, with a bunch of guys playing drill, would that be all wholesome, or
0: would I would I genuinely be chittering? Well, you might. What this you depends. What I, mean? I don't know. Like I I feel like. I feel Ghostface has been around for a long time. You know, Wu-Tang's been around for a long time. They'll definitely have a more mixed audience, right? Than something that's Maybe new. it's
1: scary right now
0: in Brixton, but in 20 yeah. years, when, like when you all know, these artists grow like up you said,
1: there was, and have kids there was and like our dads. There was a good mix of people at that show. then they show. do a show. Is it going to be a wholesome show? Do you know, it, does everything evolve? Yeah. I feel like all the Wu-Tang Clan are now... Like I don't know. I don't. I don't really know. Have they murdered anyone or done anything really bad? I don't know. Maybe. I don't but believe so. They've
0: all. No, I don't think they've done anything overly bad. But they. You know. They. They grew up in very sort of like. You know, rough circumstance, deprived circumstances. So they're, they all. they've all got like, you know, previous felonies, and a lot of them have. You know, served served time in jail and right. for various things or whatever. Like it's, it's kind of inevitable. I think. Like when when that's your background, you know, you come from a poor area where. You know, there is a lot of crime and stuff like that.
2: Uh, have you guys watched the, this show, uh,
1: The Mandalorian? No. No. Well, well, well it's on Disney it Plus. It is. Everybody's going nuts right, isn't about available it, though. Here. Isn't
0: there like a Baby Yoda So the in only
1: it? way that we can watch this movie... Uh, the, uh, the only way you can watch The Mandalorian, okay, is if you have a US address... And you you're, you charge the account to that, and you use a proxy ah, to so view
0: Flax. It. How did you watch the Mandalorian then, having known?
2: exact exactly that way? Wow. Okay. Right,
1: okay.
0: Cool. Cool. Well, and
2: well. Good to know. It's uh. I, I've got a. I've got a good VPN. And um, right. I have an address in the States. My, uh, you know, I have access to an address in the States. So yeah, it's excellent.
1: Right. Well, good. Well, we haven't seen it because we don't have access. Well, let me no, tell you something. we don't have a good VPN either. <clears throat> so. Let
2: me tell you something. I'm not going to say they stole, but uh, I wouldn't have minded nod in the credits. Shout out to Bodega. I know you hate shout outs. Uh- <laughs>
1: gonna <laughs> yeah. say.
0: Did they do I a shout out this. to Bodega in the credits? No, oh, but I right, wouldn't okay. have minded. No, no. They I
2: even mean- he even uses the grabby grabby at one point opening scene is in a dusty bar I mean I know it's not you know exact, it's pretty cliched in itself but I just thought you know the very first episode the very
1: first scene just like Bodega come on come on why you know. are you unhappy about the Bodega live action series
2: well now there's not going to be a fucking Bodega now there's not going to be there, any, any vanishingly small chance there already was of there being some kind of Bodega TV show forget about it because everyone will just say oh it's just, just like The Mandalorian and then the, the true fans will come out and say actually Bodega's been around a lot longer than The Mandalorian yeah and I would pray well, no, just like Bodega, but uh yeah. But yeah there's no chance now there's no any any like i said there was probably a 0.01 chance that some yahoo at netflix would go like oh, this bodega looks pretty good make it into a tv show but now there's no chance because the mandalorian is basically bodega the fucking tv show so yeah just, they, they beat, did they it,
0: beat you to it fucking disney you had to get in there yeah. before disney
2: i needed to start my own multi-billion dollar entertainment corporation Fuck. so what do you think of it i thought it was great <laughs> It's only like two episodes out. Oh, geez, I'm sorry. I'm not allowed to have opinions anymore, am I? I forgot. Well, now it's it, good.
1: Well, no, I just I just It's like you've had the dog for twelve hours. We love her. She's on she's not allowed on the sofa, the kids are cleaning their room. We've seen the first episode of the Mandalorian and it's great. Two episodes. Oh.
2: Two episodes. <laughs> All right. First All right. two episodes. And I've also been watching. <clears throat> a show called Succession. Right. Um, which has got Brian Cox, the good one, not the fucking flake scientist, the good Brian Cox, From the actual um,
0: Tell us and, how you uh, really feel about Brian Cox.
2: I don't like him. Fuck. I don't like him. He's a leech right. on the BBC taxpayer. Uh,
1: <laughs> he's every woman, every middle-aged housewife's wet dream. Is, is he? they you, that's yeah. a little you're bit going off to work, to hard age. grind, and she's staying at home. Flicking her bean to Brian Cox to (laughs) flicking (laughs) her bean. and I'm the boomer,
2: apparently. I mean, Jesus.
0: (laughs) Flicking (laughs) her bean. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. We've reached a new low on this podcast, courtesy of Lewis, (laughs) the boomer, (laughs) Brinley. Unbelievable. But yeah,
2: Succession is really good. I recommend
0: it. I've been watching uh, The Devil Next Door which uh, I think is is been pretty interesting. It's about the um the guy oh, that's good. in the yeah. 80s they think he was a uh, Nazi death camp operator. He yes. maintains that he wasn't and John I,
1: Demaniuk. We recommended you this Demen- last week.
0: Demaniuk. Yeah. yeah, that's the, Demaniuk. That's the I'm Glad you're watching that. It's very harrowing
2: but very good. I love courtroom stuff cuz I find it so fascinating
0: yeah, same, uh, in general same. but I it, find, it's, it's I feel really like good. I like that better than the like stuff like the man- like superhero stuff and like i i i I much prefer real crime like real stuff documentaries and stuff now to like fiction well
1: it's i think what's nice about it is that when this was happening it happened over this 20-year period and so you only really got it in dribs and drabs when you were living through it and so it's now sort of this whole historical story all pieced together nicely Well, it
0: was going on i was seven years old so like i don't think i was keeping up with it back then you know like and have my device yeah. with the uh, notifications turned on or anything back then to like, let me know the latest on the, the but even Manuk stuff case. that you've
1: lived, even stuff that
0: you've lived through, you know, you don't necessarily, you didn't necessarily follow every
1: single aspect no. of it or certainly know what was going on behind no, the scenes, not, no. you know, anyway, we've got to go, but thanks for listening. This is a very positive podcast, actually.
0: It was one of the better ones, actually. Lots of, lots of good things. I don't think good. we talked about porn or dicks or anything once. This time. A little bit. um, Who did it? Who was it? He said flick in a bean. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Fuck, I take it all back. (laughs) God damn, Lewis. What the hell goes through your mind?
1: Um, Thanks, everybody. See you next time. See you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.